Survivor meets the wedding industry meets radically altering your face and body through surgery yes. on this wonderful reality TV show, Bridalplasty. It's fun show we never seen Big boys, <laughs> kings, folks, and queens. Hey, big boys. Hey, big boys. Hey, big spenders. Hey, big boys. Hey, if, if you are a big spender, check out our Patreon. It comes out every single week at patreon.com slash series finale. A bonus episode every single week. As many episodes of this show, there's about as many of those on the Patreon. Yeah. This show, we return to our roots, which, like, we didn't want it to be our roots. It didn't start out as our roots. But I think spiritually, it's where we find ourselves most at home, and it's reality TV. Yeah. Garbage, trash reality TV. And when TV. we say trash reality TV, that's not even value judgment. We mean actually, like, underperforming reality television <laughs> on low-budget <laughs> networks. <laughs> like, we're not saying reality TV is bad. We're looking at bad examples of reality yeah, TV. Why don't we give an example of some of the we've done? Oil Boys? What was oil. that? <laughs> <laughs> Black gold. Black gold. That was ice about the truckers. that was about the oil riggers. Yes. yes. Uh, Black gold. Ice road truckers. Um. B- uh, honey boo boo. What? Uh. Yep. Honey boo boo. What was the other one? The the Miami Housewives, which was like the only yes. canceled Housewives. <laughs> and now I'm actually starting to wonder. This may be our first competition based show. Would would you can oh we did um hmm I don't know on on finale maybe have we done it in pilots yeah we've done like the bachelor and we've done like Love Island or whatever yeah oh, Temptation Island Temptation Island yeah that was a finale wasn't it yeah so um what about go. would you consider uh would you consider what was the dance show we watched Dance, dance moms. moms did you consider yes. that a competition no episodic serial because <laughs> they they change out the dancers okay they are it's profiling people in a competition but miss abby doesn't eliminate people <laughs> at the end of every episode <laughs> miss abby could have been on the show for a talk i'm just saying well miss so? abby would have been better on biggest loser probably well, one of the girls on Bridal Plasty was also on Biggest Loser. That's sick. I, lo- <laughs> I love when people are like professional reality TV contestants. Yeah, it's a good gig. Yeah. Take it's it nice work if you can get it. Yeah, except th- the biggest issue with joining Bridal Plasty is you have to have surgery done for television. Yeah. And, and it seems like the sur- surgery seems painful. Oh, it seems horrible. You can always die during surgery. Yeah, it seems so uncomfortable. And they show these women like... You know what I don't like about uh, they show liposuction and it's like they they jiggle the people's fat <laughs> to like show it up yeah. to be like oh this is like a fisherman angling a big fish. <laughs> it's so nasty. <laughs> I hate that shit. This show is truly disgusting. This is a wave of television though. At this point in time, there was a couple of shows that were bait. Like I don't know why, but plastic surgery was on people's minds. Plastic surgery used to be talked about and used to be mocked. Now I think people are still getting it, but they're no longer mocking it or talking about it. Yeah, I think that it's probably become more affordable for people maybe and less dangerous. And so it's just less – it's less – 
you know, it's less taboo than it once was. And I think it's a if you can't beat them, join them kind of thing. Like we decided, oh, this is so bad for the self-esteem of children to see adults get their body mutilated so that they can love themselves. <laughs> and then we said that for like five years and then people are like, you know what? I might as well get a rhinoplasty. <laughs> yeah, but the, the, there was another show called The Swan, famously on the Fox. Yes, that's true. Which, Very similar premise. Which was, yeah, similar to Browplasty, but they weren't even, they were literally just like, what were they doing? It was, it was, like was a, a, it was a, a, a collection of women who were unhappy with their appearance, who I think were competing to get surgery and be declared The Swan, the one who went from Uggo to, to beautiful, to gorgeous. Yeah. To to finally looking the way Jesus wants them to look. How fucking disturbed do you have to be to sign up for that? I mean, maybe if you just really want the surgery, yeah. this is a way to get a network to yeah. pay for it. You know, it is interesting. You could go to Cuba, socialized medicine. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm sure Mexico has cheaper plastic uh, pl- uh, plastic surgeries. I'm sure, but they show. But instead, you do it the American way. You go on national television. <laughs> you know what else has changed the co- conversation? cosmetic injectables right because surgery is big surgery is the same thing you have if you have a life-threatening illness yeah and that's cosmetic now we're easing it into someone's you got botox you've got inject to make your lips big i think you can get your butt big from an injection yeah Yeah. there's always little news stories i read about people that go to underground gets (laughs) underground butt injections that are real bad and they, they fuck you up yeah and you end up like with a diaper and it's a nightmare but I think that... But a fat ass in that diaper. <laughs> I think it's a gateway needle to plastic surgery, though, because if you're like, well, I've already got the fake lips, the fake butt, why don't they throw some breasts it in there? It seems horrible, and it makes you think, like... It makes you feel lucky, because I've never felt like I really need to... I, I, there are things in my life where I'm like, oh, I should work out more, I should stop eating poorly, but I'm never like, I need a surgery to be where I want to be. You know, and these right. people, I see the... They, they, they're literally like, I could only be happy if I break my nose and meet. <laughs> like, that's crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> but I thi- I do think that the conversation has shifted. The Just Overton like window I think has the, shifted. No, no, it's not the <laughs> Overton window. It's not what's acceptable. It's the oh. way we frame it. Like, I think back in the day, people, I, I'm not going to dive into an argument here, John Paul, <laughs> but, I, but I am going to bring up something that I bring up often. Back in the day, people saw, oh, if you were doing sex work, you were a victim. But now if you do sex work, you're a feminist woke queen in selling your body is empowering. Empowering. Yeah. And I think the argument used to be, oh, it's so sad if you feel the need to alter your body. But now it's like you're so empowered. You're the beautiful queen living the life you want. You make your dreams a reality. Right. You're a hustler. You're grinding nine yeah. to five. <laughs> <laughs> I do agree with that idea. I think uh, you do own your body. So if you want to if you want to do whatever you want to it, I say. Go for it. I'm not against it in any way. Then why does this feel so trashy? What uh, do you mean by trashy? This show. Maybe because so it's like trashy. it's 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 uh it's not someone who's like doing it purely for themselves, but they're they need it and they're 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 having it broadcast. The desperation sort of, behind in it. sort of a um an exploitative invasive way maybe but mm. not only for the audience but also it's I- explicitly for the male gaze because it's in preparation of a wedding that's right so to that your husband will find you a hottie <laughs> bride yes and the debt problems that all these women seem to have the that financing yeah that was alarming a lot of them kept you think bringing they need up Dave Ramsey they definitely need that should have been a mandatory before you got on that should have been one of the, the Dave classes. Ramsey should have done the surgery <laughs> 
I think if you only did breasts for debt-free women paying in cash, you wouldn't do a lot of breasts. <laughs> I think they like the financing. <laughs> Can you imagine if at the office they have like a finance guy, like a car dealership? <laughs> you talk to the doctor and then you go run the numbers and haggle with some guy named Mark in the back room. Yeah, you come, you go into the office. You're excited. You're gonna get these big. You know, F, you're gonna get these big F's, F cup titties, <laughs> but then your credit score comes back, and you really can't afford those, so you have to sort of scale down. You get a D on a seven-year payment. <laughs> <laughs> no, this show is alarming. The the but the show is entertaining to say the least. This final episode, dude, you don't need to watch this whole show, but the final episode was entertaining. It's There's brilliant. A, I, it's, it really casts its its hero and villain characters very. Uh, very overtly. Yeah. You Why know? don't we do a BSB? Does anybody remember their names? Janessa. Yes. And Allison. Yes. Janessa and Allison are the final two contestants on Bridal Plasty. There have been a, a a series of women who have been going through this competition. They are competing for not only the surgery of their dreams, but also the wedding of their dreams. They're two things combined, right? That's both going to be paid for. And in this episode, Janessa and Allison have to take on one final challenge. They have to write a speech to, uh, to convince a panel that they are going, why they should be the bridal plasty bride. And they sort of assume they'll be giving this speech to a panel of experts, doctors, uh, maybe uh, uh, Christopher Dorner, who knows. <laughs> but it turns out they're not giving a speech to, those, to that panel. Th this panel is all women who were previously eliminated from the show, which spells bad news for one of the contestants. For Janessa, because she burned a lot of bridges. She yes. burned a lot of bridges, and she's a skinny asshole. The reveal uh, that the, the panel is the ex-cast uh, <laughs> members is so amazing. <laughs> Janessa immediate was like, I'm in trouble. Janessa is great because she, like, she's great at, I don't know if she was putting on these facial expressions, but she, she shows her fear Immediately, she, she's like, I am afraid. I'm afraid now that I'm going to lose. It's right on her face. And she's like, I am scared. This is yeah. scary because I thought I was going to win. Now I might lose. And then the, the, um, the other part that I love about Janessa is Janessa decides, she's like, I might lose this, but, and everybody thinks I'm a huge bitch. All these women agree that I'm a bitch. But the way I'm, I'm, I need to double down on the bitchiness <laughs> to try and win this at a last step. So... The other woman is giving her speech, uh, talking about how she's like Allison. Allison is like, I have all this debt in my life, and I'm like, I'm. Uh, <laughs> she's like, I, I've never felt pretty in my whole life. And Janessa stops her oh. in the <laughs> middle of her speech and says, "The only way I win is if I just try and make her look bad." So I just, so she stops her, and goes, "You know what, Allison? I'm really sick and tired of you acting like you're a victim. freaking victim." <laughs> You're always crying like you're the victim. Yeah. That's her attempt to try and win and not be. It works for Trump. He might have planned <laughs> his campaign on Janessa. Yes. <laughs> you think his, his campaign advisors were going to Janessa and be like, this is what you need to do. Interrupt <laughs> and disparage. The ID <laughs> method. Yeah. Well, it definitely didn't work this time because. Oh, let's listen to the clip. Because mm -hmm. uh, the, the women, they all they all choose one table to pick a winner and it comes down to a tie and a tiebreaker we get to hear who is going to be the winner on bridal plasty in this clip thank god dominique sat at my table we've been through this whole competition together and i'm really glad she didn't turn her back on me in the end i actually might have a chance here alexandra please step forward and reveal your rsvp 
if Alexandra sits at my table, I win. If she sits at Janessa's table, it's tied. And then it will come down to Lisa Marie. And God, I don't even know what direction she would go in. I definitely played Alexandra that last day. But I think she's kind of emotional. So I think that it could really go either way. Allison, you're weird. <laughs> when you said your speech, I literally was crying because you have grown as a person. Like, I didn't know that this show could do that. But, I mean, it's like, who really deserves to win? Janessa, you played the game well, and it, sorry to say, but it is a competition. And I don't knock your hustle, but what you did to me was grimy. You are very fake, and I understand why you wanted to win the wedding. But at the same time, Janessa, you went about it in a very grimy, fake-ass manner. You hurt people. You try to turn all these girls on me. I had genuine friendships with them. Oh my God, are you kidding me? Karma is a bitch and so are you. So shut the up and I'm glad you ain't winning this wedding, bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you are a bitch. Allison, congratulations. You are the winner of Bridal Plasty. Congratulations. <laughs> You did it! You did it! You you won! Please come up here and accept this bouquet. The revisit actually makes me team Janessa. Ooh. Yeah. I kind of think she was above it all. She called it like she saw it. And she wasn't going to play a little pity party and little fake friends with these people. I mean, that's... She's trying to get some surgery. That is well, she lost. That is a very pathetic part of the show is all these women are like, I made such great friends. It's like, you're, <laughs> you're in a house for two weeks with these people. Allison brought herself down. She made herself an object of sympathy and she 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 put herself in a position of indignity by t complaining, I didn't go to homecoming. Dog, that was 20 <laughs> years ago. You need to get over it now. <laughs> you know, Janess is just like, I'm a boss. I'm uh, a baller. Yeah. I don't like my nose. She, Jeanette, <laughs> Janessa definitely does... Um, what what's that book that everybody was talking about? The lean, lean in, in. <laughs> lean in. Janessa leans in, yeah, hundred percent. Well, with a nose like that, you can't help <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> and the so yeah, I think Janessa was like, she was she was a great character for a show. I, I mean, mean, yeah, she comes off as so villainous in the editing, you know. Yeah, Shockingly. and I think you've those people they're they're like Judas. Like everyone on a base level gets mad at them, but without these people the message in you know the plan of christ couldn't happen so well i like <laughs> janessa and you have to appreciate someone sacrificing the rest of their life to look heinous <laughs> on reality tv but i mean you can't admire her because there were real soulmate level genuine friendships <laughs> that were developing in the bridal plasty house yeah and she came between those and she that's did. unforgivable and allison was like paul on the road to this mask <laughs> Was when Paul was on the road to Damascus, he got a lot of fat sucked out of his arms. <laughs> Dude, wait, though. That's like, the, the next thing is, so Allison wins, and you're hoping that's the end of the show, because honestly, we watch a lot of television for this podcast, <laughs> and you're like, I don't need any more than 20 minutes of these women being psychos on each other. But then there's another 20 minutes of follow-up of like, it's time to get ready. Get Allison her ready. needs to get ready. She's working out. She does lose a lot of weight. I thought that was fascinating. Why? This was both a competition finale and then they have a wedding. Though Either one of those could have been 
fully unique episodes. And what I love, they did not do a two-hour finale. <laughs> like, Joss Whedon should take advice <laughs> yeah. from, from Bridalplasty. Yeah. You know what was psychotic, though? It was, no, not psychotic, but I just loved is that one of the pitches they're they're competing for about like probably what seventy thousand dollars altogether for the wedding and the surgeries. Yeah, okay. It's got to be around there, but the wedding is pitched as a Hollywood elite wedding. <laughs> 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 You're gonna be in your Hollywood elite wedding, and the wedding they they show them. So it's just a bunch of pedophiles at the <laughs> wedding. <laughs> <laughs> they show the the venue for it, and it's the same mansion. That was used in um, like uh, uh, the Flavor of Love shows. Really? Oh, yes. yeah. It's the okay. Flavor of Love shows mansions. And uh, there was like follow-up shows to Flavor of Love. New York, I, I Love New York. Yeah. And it's the same mansion that was used in that. So I thought that was That's really probably funny. a great gig. Rent out a mansion to a reality TV set. <laughs> I, they probably pay you big money. Do you think that's a gig? If you own a mansion. Yeah. Yeah. Owning a mansion is <laughs> probably a decent idea. <laughs> I want to talk about my favorite part of the show. Okay. And it's bigger than a Deepak Chopra moment. So th- the women take themselves seriously, some of them, but one of the surgeons also takes himself very seriously. <laughs> and he's in there. He's kept talking about the breasts. The breasts. The breasts, the breasts look great. We're going to lift up the breast. We're going to move the nipple, the areola. This is great work on the breast. Then this sassy other doctor walks in. He says, we're doing boobs today. <laughs> How are my boobs looking? And he's like, oh. the breasts are looking good. <laughs> <laughs> There's another the boobs versus breast debate in plastic surgery is hilarious <laughs> to me. I think, the, I think there should be a rogue doctor who says titties. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting these titties right. My above Deepak Chopra moment would be the... the uh, There's amazing Janessa's like... Allison, sh- Jan- again, Allison is just trying to give her speech about how her life was sad before this moment. And Janessa stops her, not only to say that, well, stop trying to be so sympathetic. She also tries to say, you know what, Allison? She goes, Allison, you don't even, you weren't even trying hard. You weren't even trying hard during the company. Oh, yeah. You were waking up at midnight and eating Hot Pockets. <laughs> Everybody knows you're eating Hot Pockets. And Allison goes, bitch, they were weed Pockets. <laughs> <laughs> lean pockets. That's a good point. Jump ball. Are you on a lean pocket diet? Uh, I actually was eating hot pockets uh, like in the summer when I was like had access to a microwave. When they heated up automatically <laughs> from your you put them on the twenty degree van. <laughs> I would leave them on the radiator, <laughs> and they would cook up real nice on there. John, I, I would go around pocket. the city breaking windows where dogs or babies were left to put his hot pocket in. <laughs> I would pull out a dead baby and drop in a hot pocket, <laughs> pepperoni and cheese. What do you what what terminology for breast do you think would cause you to walk out of a of a breast impl- of a, a surgeon's office? A surgeon Knockers. Said, no, I think if they said fun bags, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get these fun bags right. But sweater potatoes. You're here for your mastectomy of the fun bags. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Ham hawkers, I think you could get away with. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's pretty funny. Yeah, I would take the surgeon serious if they said ham hawkers. <laughs> <laughs> so I've actually ha- I was cast on the season two of Bridal Plasty, Wait, which never really? got Yes. That's true. In season two of Bridal Plasty, I was selected to compete against nine other women. 
I was getting married to superstar little person Vern Troyer. Nice. Unfortunately, in the little people community, Vern got a lot of hate for going outside of his height and marrying what the little people call freaks. Ooh. To make things right, I decided to get some surgeries done to more fit in with his family and friends. Whoa. I asked to get an Amy roll-off ass, which <laughs> the doctors <laughs> knew exactly what I was talking about because everyone wanted the Amy roll-off. Yeah. And I asked the doc to amputate my legs from mid-thigh to ankle <laughs> and then attach the feet to the remaining thighs. The doctor agreed. La- it, the doctor agreed to do so. Later was found out he was just a PA with a white coat. <laughs> the other contestant contestants called me a bitch who didn't know how to play the game. I almost died due to complications due to the surgery, and the other woman called me a fake-ass bitch. When I went home to see Vern, he was drunk and said I'd been hanging out with my friend Sean Connery and started to <laughs> hit me when I... B- <laughs> when I was bigger, I could have defended myself, but little me had no chances versus Vern now. The perks are, though, that my little body makes his penis seem bigger, and all penises for that matter. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, also was getting ready to get married and ended up on this show with an unknown husband. I was going for my third weekly taping of the Maury and Steve Wilkos doubleheader in Stamford, (laughs) Connecticut, when I was met by a casting agent of WWE. WWE was up the street in Connecticut, so they had to stop by and talk to me. They convinced me to come on to the second season of Bridal Plastic, which would air on the WWE Network, nice. <laughs> to marry a WWE superstar. <gasps> what? Not to my knowledge. First, they said I needed to get some plastic surgery. A big, strong man was going to take me on, so I needed to be <laughs> a, a little bigger, a little beefier, and a little more sexy. So they instituted a couple of calf implants. They also gave me long, flowing hair, a mustache, and a couple of graphic T-shirts from Kohl's. <laughs> I thought that I was a little underdressed for the wedding, but they brought me out. As I walked out, I saw standing on the altar my groom, John Cena. Whoa. John was visibly upset. <laughs> he said, after the surgery, I <laughs> deeply resembled a former stalker of his, John Paul Rivera. <laughs> he thought that my resemblance to John Paul Rivera was troubling. He remembered being followed by a minivan all over the state of Massachusetts when WWE went to go eat wings at the Kowloon in Saugus. He also was very upset and never forgot that John Paul killed his younger brother. In the year 2004, John Cena's younger brother attempted to buy alcohol underage from a local CVS. He was able to get a lethal dose and never came back. John Cena decided to hit me with a you-can't-see-me the finisher, and I died, <laughs> splitting my head on a church pew, <laughs> all to be shown in a two-part finale to Bridal Plasty Season 2 on the WWE Network. Damn. Wow. That's amazing. Because, oh, man, I must. Th- I don't know if I ran to you and said, because I have a similar story. <laughs> I was extremely excited when I was invited to be a part of Bridal Plasty Season 2, airing exclusively on the WWE Network. <laughs> <laughs> I have been in a steady relationship for years and was about to get married to my high school sweetheart, John Cena. (laughs) John Cena, although in a relationship with Zach, had heard Zach say his body was not attractive on a podcast called Serious Finale that I was on, and this sent him into a shame spiral. Zach had said that John Cena's body was too muscular, 
So we thought the solution was to even out our BMI by taking fat from my body and injecting it into John Cena's. I would be getting liposuction from my arms, thighs, belly, buttocks, neck, feet, hands, (laughs) fingers, toes, and balls. The fat would be injected into John Cena. Now, the show's doctor was Jan Adams, the surgeon who had operated on Don DeWest the day before her death. Dr. Adams performed the liposuction, removing pounds of fat from my body and storing them in plastic bags in a freezer to be injected into John later. Dr. Adams uh, would take my body fat and inject it into John Cena, evening out our BMI. This was a plan for a perfect marriage. And if WWE fired John for being fat, we'd file a million-dollar lawsuit against Vince McMahon. WWD did indeed fire John Cena, so we sued them for $50 million. We walked into court holding hands. The procedure had been completed, and now we were both proud fat men. (laughs) One born that way, and one who came into it later in life, but both proud and noble. The judge asked to prove that WWE was a discriminatory organization if he wanted him to award us the $50 million judgment. We showed that John Cena had been fired for the unjust reasoning of gaining 150 pounds in 19 days. The WWE argued that they employed many fatties to this day, such as Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Tweets supporting Trump as evidence. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, and he awarded John Cena and I $50 million. Although, actually, he only awarded the money to John Cena. John Cena took the money, but backed out of the wedding, breaking his contract with the WWE <laughs> Network. He kept the money and instead starred in a new show on E! where he and Kate McKinnon went undercover as white supremacists. The show is called John and Kate plus Hate, and the show <laughs> took jo- Bridal Plasty's WWE Network time slot. That's great. <laughs> We've got a special story from the Bridal Plasty universe. <laughs> okay, so I was just Googling it because I wanted to get some dirt on Janessa. Um, <laughs> my favorite. My favorite. Is she doing good? As well. Um, yeah, she's a mother. It does appear as though she had a miscarriage at one point, oh but she geez. has three kids and <laughs> she's married. But no, the story that I stumbled upon, one of the contestants from Bridal Plasty, her name's Lisa Marie, she was viciously murdered by a man she was having an affair with who was her student. Oh my god. Isn't that crazy? Is that why did was she on the show? Yeah, she was in the finale. She was not one of the She was dead by the finale. <laughs> <laughs> she was, she was supposed to win und- except for the tragedy. <laughs> no, she was not one of the final two, but she was like in the finale on the panel. Wow. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Is that, that why is they crazy. canceled season two? No, that didn't happen until like 2016. Dang. So just was got she the one that said, Vanessa, uh, Janessa, karma's a bitch and so are <laughs> you. And then do you think maybe karma got her? Oh, or it could oh. have been Janessa's Gen- a bad girl. could have been her. I don't actually know what contestant she was. I looked at photos of Janessa's such a bad girl, even her kids don't want to be around her. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's, wow. I'm so shocked by that. Did, um, a murder in the bridalplasty universe. Right. Vicious. Was, yeah, when you say vicious, like, why do you say vicious? Okay, so this guy, they were in his car after losing a birthday party, and he beat her to death. With oh, my God. Oh. With a what? A hammer. Jesus. And then buried her in his backyard. Jeez. Wow, very but sadistic. Then he confessed after like a day because he <laughs> <laughs> Who was he? He was a, a student? He was a nursing teacher and he was a nursing student. Wow. <laughs> Just another thing making male nurses seem creepy to <laughs> yep. people. I don't like that. Yeah, not a good look for that profession. 
and that was um, Meet the Parents. He was a male nurse in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, was he was Greg Fokker. <laughs> yeah, Greg. Me- wow. I'm shocked by this. I'm shocked that this show would have on anybody but the best versions of humans. <laughs> <laughs> I did pick it because it was, whenever you read, like, you Google, like, worst, trashiest reality shows, this is always on there. I mean, dude, you're, you people competing for plastic surgery is truly disgusting. It's so fucked up. And it's so messed up that she's so much more concerned with her appearance than her relationship with the fiancé. Like, she goes, she does not see the fiancé for six months, and they don't reunite until the wedding day. That seems counterproductive to building a stable marriage to me. <laughs> like, but oh, I did. I was going to get a divorce because I don't really know my wife and we communicate poorly, but she's got wonderfully raised eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of the show, though, is like she has to go on this show to change her entire body and goes through multiple oh, surgeries. Multiple <laughs> surgeries. This is so good. <laughs> to uh, change her appearance and her confidence. Her fiance says, well, she, I, you know, I didn't want to look like a schlub, so I worked out about three days a week. Uh, before quit drinking soda. Yeah, quit drinking soda, <laughs> start waking up about three days a week. Lost 45 pounds Damn. before the wedding. It was like, it was so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this show's fucked up. Let's do a, let's do a Deepak. Well, it's a little premature <laughs> for the Deepak. I'd say we're still in pre-op. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, okay. What else? Let's do, do a meme minute. All right, yeah. meme minute. Um, okay, sweating superheroes. Sweating uh, m- medium of attractive women. No, no. Sweating five out of ten women. <laughs> okay. Button A. Uh, working out, changing my diet, quitting drinking, quitting smoking, using bronzer. <laughs> <laughs> These are the ways to get hot. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> Button B, subjecting myself to needles and bone saws on <laughs> national television. Okay, okay, I like it. Which you prefer? <sighs> Let's see here. Um, AOC in the SUV. Oh, right. what's going on? Dwayne Johnson. AOC, I think you're beautiful, but have you ever thought about getting plastic surgery? AOC, surgery on plastic? That might be a good solution for a recycling problem. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's good. Um, butterfly guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, butterfly yeah, yeah, yeah. guy. Is yeah. this even? Uh, the butterfly guy, He what is he point? he's holding up a scalpel, and he goes, is this even the road to true happiness? Beautiful. Uh, that's Beautiful. <laughs> that is nice. That is a meme. What about... I'm counting um, it. SpongeBob, ready? Okay. I haven't seen my wife in six months. She got $80,000 worth of plastic <laughs> surgery, embarrassed our family on national TV, and still does not look great. I, I'm at out. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I got one. Uh, SpongeBob, right? Police knocking at the door. Hi, police knocking at the door. Is uh, a nursing student in here? <laughs> Is a nursing <laughs> student here? We're here for, to arrest you. The nursing student. I am out. <laughs> <laughs> what is some other meme? Watching this show just reminded me of um, the wedding. The wedding scene, uh, maybe the best wedding scene we've ever watched in a show was um, was um, oh fuck, Married at First Sight. Remember when Married at First Sight when uh, oh she they were in the crying when she starts room? crying when she sees her husband because he's ugly. Yes, that, that was, was amazing. And then he they ended up married with three kids. Yeah. 
Um, Damn, that was brutal. Well, I do remember that. He was such a nice guy, but he was like kind of balding. He was balding, and he had those some warts on his head. They weren't too bad. He was ugly. He, he was ugly. He was kind of an and ugly. She guy. was hot. Yes, she was. But they're together. Yeah, they're together, and he. He cleaned it up a little bit. He's more attractive now. He got a little more money. Do you he got some he, bronzer. Do you think he got bridal plastic? <laughs> <laughs> Groom plastic. What or would it, do you think he f- keeps young by letting his stress up, like murdering nurses? <laughs> God, what a horrible story. Wait, yeah, I got well. a lot. Which one was she? Do, do you have a photo of her? I don't remember Lisa Marie, at least by name. Yeah. I don't think she had a particularly noble... Well, I did think moment. what was nice, though, at the end of the episode, they did have an in-memory of Lisa Marie. They did? With her photo. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, yeah, they would have been predicting the future. <laughs> <laughs> they would go... They would do the... They would go, Immemorial, we expect these cast members <laughs> no, to John, be killed. As a service to the Torrent community, you should make a custom uh, in-memoriam thing. <laughs> That's a good idea. Dang. Upload that to the pirate sites. <laughs> Dang. I can't... They, um, they I were all bl- older. None of them were really I can't young. believe you guys are Team Janessa. She was mean. I know, but I like her. I think she was more authentic, and she was a self-starter. And uh, Allison was full what, of What, are you pity. hiring her for Starbucks? Yeah, she was, self- <laughs> she was a pity have party. You, have you asked her if she could complete self-suck? <laughs> <laughs> Did they go over that at your Starbucks interview? <laughs> you still haven't told us. Um, no, this... Janessa is... Janessa's a horrible... So there was always a rumor when I was a child about Marilyn Manson. Marilyn that, Manson that took plastic, out a rib. That plastic surgery, removing ribs to suck his own dick. Imagine if you went on the show and was like, I'd like to get a rib removed so I can <laughs> suck my own cock. <laughs> to take pressure off of my wife. <laughs> <laughs> she has a hard job. Uh, and she doesn't uh, need to be. I mean. I'm trying to think. I think probably sucking your own dick probably doesn't feel that great. No, um, I don't think so. I think it feels great in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Allison is uh, Allison's so trashy, dude. That's the other thing about the show that. Wait I a minute. Let's really test funny. out the suck your own dick theory. Zach, suck my dick, and I'll tell you how it feels. <laughs> I think that the um, what's another thing too is they're constantly talking about this uh, celebrity wedding. The celebrity style wedding. The wedding is very lame. Yes, and you have to have the contestants of the show. The contestants being there is crazy. Like, why would you want? These people, strangers. Well, they did form lifelong friendships. Actually, I forgot. <laughs> yes. And they were all happy for Allison. And was Janessa? Janessa apologized. She said, "I yeah. told her it was just a competition. We're all, all right. friends now." And then they did, and it was nice at the wedding in the memoriam section. They had a photo of that woman. I think Janessa might be the actual murderer behind this array. <laughs> She's so evil. I could actually yes. see her. And then she got plastic surgery done to cover up who done it. Well, yeah. Janessa killed. Her spirit before she was physically <laughs> killed. <laughs> so you know that's less. Uh, Karma's okay. a bitch, and so are you. I feel like that was a popular phrase to yell yeah. at, like the early 2000s. Yes. Probably so because of this. George Bush tried it. He said, "Karma's bitch, and um, bitch, uh, y- you got to know when karma's coming at you." <laughs> <laughs> There's an good. old Tennessee saying. Uh, it's <laughs> a Texas saying, but uh, they have Tennessee. Tennessee too. <laughs> Karma's a bitch. Um, but uh, come me one time and <laughs> two times gonna come me real good. <laughs> uh, I, can I can't my believe own dick. I can't believe you turned so negative on it, on George W. Especially when he his paintings are haunting. I know why do you hate George Bush more than Trump? Because there was a massive invasion of privacy under his watch, a massive invoking of widespread fear. 
to mistrust both our worldwide neighbors and our own domestic neighbors. Yeah. A lot of racial profiling and many wars which killed over a million Iraqis and many American servicemen. Will you admit that his paintings are good? His paintings are amazing, especially the (laughs) cheeky nude one. (laughs) George Bush is my least favorite president, my favorite painter. (laughs) So, yeah, I guess so. George Bush was bad. Bush was very bad in ways that had real-life consequences with many people dead. But we wouldn't have American Sniper without him. It's all forgiven. (laughs) 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 And he was good with AIDS. Was he? Him and Bono, they saved Africa. Did they? Yeah, (laughs) they did. I think they did. Them, Bono, and The Gap. He is... Project Red. Do you remember that? He's a compassionate conservative. Yeah. Okay, why don't we do Deepak Chopra? Deepak Chopra, something we liked about the show. The production team, I'm going to shout them out again. When we watch quality reality TV with a lot of creative people in production pushing along good, hard-hitting storylines, I have to shout them out. This was great. The fact that they were able to do a two-part episode in one show is deeply appreciated, especially (laughs) in an egotistical Hollywood run by maniacs like Joss Whedon. (laughs) (laughs) I liked... uh, My Deepak Chopra moment would be... um, the the woman who hosts the show was Travis Barker from Blink One Eighty Two's wife at one point. Really? Yeah. So I found that f- interesting. Travis Barker was in a serious plane crash. He was also a reality show. Meet the Barkers. Meet the Barkers. Oh. Who she was in? Was she? Yeah, she was the woman star. And then she, I thought they had a solid th- celebrity relationship, and then they got divorced, and she had a big divorce party uh. at, in Las Vegas, and it was like kind of. I felt like they. You, you felt they betrayed sad, you. You know what? You don't have to glorify this. It's a sad thing. I never watched Meet the Barkers because I thought it was an Air Bud spinoff. <laughs> it's pretty dumb, right? It's really dumb. You guys are talking about Joss Whedon. I, I didn't bring this up on the Firefly episode, but I actually, uh, when jo- when, they were, when they were doing the writer's strike, I went to like a, a march, a, ri- a Hollywood writer's march, and Joss Whedon was there. No, really? you did. I did. You went to a march to support the writers of Hollywood? I went to a march specifically to support Joss Whedon. <laughs> specifically. And Joss Whedon was there. Uh, d- uh, cast members from Angel and Buffy and, and I think like one from Firefly was there. What was the, the, the writing thing about? It was the Writers Guild was striking for money. Did it work? It was because of, it was specifically about like internet money. Did they need I it? I don't know if it worked. All right. My Deepak Chopra moment was Allison's lovely speech that everyone wants to get on her for saying that she's making a pity party, pity making party. herself victim. Totally what she's doing party. is telling her sincere story about her life. That's victim what she's complex. doing. It's victim. not a victim complex. She's just pointing out her point of view. And Janessa is like this psychotic Trump-like figure who feels like they need to butt in and scream their opinions when no one cares what yeah. your skinny ass No, it was a lot like that. Allison was a lot like Sleepy Joe sitting up there. Yeah, you're probably in Pennsylvania. You just got off your shift. You're sitting down with your family. You crack open also, a Heineken. Also, Sleepy Joe absolutely has had an eyelid lift. His eyelids oh. look so odd, dude. <laughs> well, it keeps him awake. Sleepy Joe has had some work done on the face. I think Trump has, too, for sure. I do, too, but Trump wouldn't deny it. He has a full makeup routine every day. He does? Yeah, and he wears heels. Why wouldn't Trump deny it? He, deni- he lies about everything. True, but when Trump lies, he's not even lying. He's just riffing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's uh? I'll be um. I'll be Janessa. Janessa. Mm-hmm. Um. You're Janessa, huh? I'll be yeah. Sleepy Joe. Okay, then I'll be Allison. Okay. Uh. So, 
How did we all end up here? <laughs> Joe Biden, we want to know how you're going to protect the remaining alive cast members from bridoplasty. We're <laughs> dropping like flies here. Come on, man. Let me talk. All right? I'll do for you guys what I did for Scranton, Pennsylvania. I'm the Scranton City Scrapper. And that's because I gave a free pair of titties to everyone who asked in <laughs> oh, Scranton, Joe, Pennsylvania. Oh, Joe, stop saying titties. Why? We know you love ball bags. You're you're trying to p- get the straight vote right now. Can I blow your mind for a second, Mr. Blow P- Mr. My President mind. Elect, Mr. President Elect? Oh God, Allison, Mr. are you serious I with this? I just, Allison, would you shut ever up? Ever since Lisa Marie died, I just feel so lost. I feel alone. your pain. Oh, Lisa Marie was always talking like she was, was a 10, victim. I wanted to get a VHS copy of Gremlins too, but my mom said no. Oh, there's only one gremlin here. That's you, Allison. Yuck. I will admit you are uglier than a (laughs) dog-faced pony soldier, Allison. Mr. President-elect, how could you say that? Joe, what's wrong with you? She's not even that ugly. Uh, (laughs) Speak for yourself. (laughs) If you have eyes that bad, you shouldn't be allowed to vote. Maybe you should get a, some work done on your eyes. They're getting a little droopy there. I've uh, had work done on my eyes. I could tell. You can How are you going to protect us? Again, I would give everyone a free pair of breasts. <laughs> How does that help? That <laughs> helps you with your confidence, which helps you get a job, which okay. helps you feed your family. And you could feed your family with the titties. <laughs> I want to talk to the vice president. <laughs> Bring the vice president in here. Hey, guys. It's you, Dick Cheney. No, it's Kamala Harris. Oh. Did Joe give you a pair of titties? That's inappropriate. (laughs) 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 All right. Good night, America. Good night, everybody. What do you give the show? I give Bryoplasty a eight. It's extremely wild and entertaining. The kind of show that only comes around once in a lifetime. 8.8. Literally, if you're Lisa Marie. (laughs) 8.8, a terrific series finale fodder with a very creative team. 7.8, uh, very interesting and funny, and uh, rest in peace to Lisa. R.I.P. Good, good night, good night, good night. In the eye.